Welcome to the Cannabivarum Podcast, the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on the safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval yet. Using cannabis mindfully as a medication is a different concept, and Western healthcare philosophy, specifically of the past 100 years, there's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from the scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various online outlets. The scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine. As a fly on the wall, Because I'm not a doctor, I didn't go to med school. I took dozens of private cannabis courses offered by cannabis scientists online over the past few years and slowly began to understand the bigger picture. But I'm not a medical doctor or scientist. Oh, I can talk to one about cannabis and hopefully inspire more doctors and patients alike to research the facts as we know them today and decide alternative health care paths for themselves. This is Honey Smith Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, just here to explain the great big story and the language of cannabis in its historical, political, and scientific terms so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. Hey, my friends. I want to give you a tip about somebody I know who will really give you the help you need. Dr. Anthony Mazo Majorcan is an MD, a highly rated neurology specialist and psychiatrist in Melbourne, Florida, with more experience in headache, epilepsy, and HIV issues than other specialists around here. Dr. Mazo was the first clinician to study the cannabis plant and become a medical marijuana physician in Melbourne when it was finally legalized in Florida in 2016. His understanding of the mechanism and effects of this live plant therapy will set you on the path to relief in just no time. Dr. Mazo is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals when he knows that gentle cannabis will likely give the necessary relief. I know this to be true because I had to see him for my own neuropathic issues. He did not prescribe synthetics. He told me to get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a specific way to find relief. And that is what every doctor in America should have in their little black bags. Dr. Mazo is not a typical cannabis-naive clinician in this wild, wild west of, you know, unregulated cannabis and, and all of that right now in this particular moment in cannabis history. You see, those doctors will just see you for about five minutes and grant you a Florida cannabis card, but he's not like that. He actually studied the plant and understands it, and his practice has been here for I don't know, maybe 20 years or or something like that in neurology. 
If you're looking for a cannabis expert to help with your real issues, who understands you emotionally as well as physically, he's a brain guy too, remember, a psychiatrist, then call Dr. Mazo. Make an appointment today. He doesn't know I've made this little commercial for him, so be sure and tell him where you heard about him. Just tell him honey sent you. He'll get a real kick out of it. Dr. Mazo Mayorkin specializes in cannabis therapy, neurology, and sleep medicine. He's rated 5 out of 5 on the Care Dash, a patient's review site of clinicians. And he accepts telehealth appointments as long as it's still legal. Not sure about the rolling legislation right now, but he does <clears throat> if he can legally and is affiliated with uh, the Hospital First Homes Regional Medical Center here in Melbourne. His clinic details, the Brevard Neuro Center. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard about it already. It's been here forever. Dr. Anthony Mazzo, an MD. The phone number, and I'll have all this in the show notes, 321-733-2711. He's off on NASA Boulevard, you know, that um, real nice street down there in the main part of Melbourne, 315 East NASA Boulevard. Great staff he's got, too. You're really going to enjoy your experience with Dr. Mazzo because he's going to help you feel better. Hello, my friends. Dr. Cody Peterson is back to finish our cannabis chat, but let me explain just a little bit about him. Dr. Peterson is a pediatric pharmacist turned cannabis expert, which is what he's passionate about, but he works both aspects full time. You might regard pediatrics and cannabis a radical mix, but not when you know as much about it as he does. Seven out of 14 days, he's in an overnight emergency department. He's getting his master's in cannabis from the School of Pharmacy in Baltimore, which, to my knowledge, is an American first. And he's become involved with one of the best cannabis science podcasts on the planet. It's called The Conigma. Go to conigma.com. That's C-A-N-N-I-G-M-A. Com to find out more and put it on your calendar as a must listen. I'll also have it um, that link in my show notes, so um, uh, you'll be able to find it there. He's formulating plans with other medical advocates to help legislators understand how to frame regulations for patients that do no harm. Dr. Cody is one of my few trusted sources in cannabis science and is leading the way with many other trusted medical cannabis experts, not only out in California, but across the nation and around the world. He's part of the real engine of this movement, and I'm so thrilled he could spend a little time with us. Please enjoy one of my favorite teachers, Dr. Cody Peterson. I'm just gobsmacked. I, I I love listening to you, and and I I don't even have any questions. Ah, well, you <laughs> should also know that it's not just about female reproduction; it's about male reproduction as well. I saw and you talking so, about the little swimmers. Yeah, the little swimmers. Exactly. You've been you've been peeping my LinkedIn. Oh, definitely. Uh, so the truth of the matter is, is even even on you know when we talk about. THC or cannabinoids mm -hmm. we we always talk about how it engages with cannabinoid receptors and these cannabinoid receptors when we're explaining them are almost always on neurons or, or brain cells or nervous cells and 
that's fine. That's a really easy way to conceptualize how this works. But the truth is the endocannabinoid system is, is very important. It is not limited to just nervous cells, although it is very abundant there. It's basically in all the other cell types in the body, or at least every organ system in some way or fashion, the endocannabinoid system is there. And it turns out it's also all over mam- like the sperm of mammals and so the endocannabinoids are produced within sperm in order to respond to their environment like being in a vagina for example Mm -hmm. and telling the sperm how how fast to swim and how hard to swim potentially even when to swim when not to swim because the ecs is regulatory it's it's regulatory and helps helps each cell in its body respond to the dynamic environment in which it is exposed to, right? And in the case of sperm, you know, there's a there's certain times in their life where all of a sudden their whole environment shifts, <laughs> and wow. they got to know what to do, and, and they got to have the energy and the, the the cellular programming to do it. And part of that is the endocannabinoid system. We are just one big bag of communications, aren't we? We are. And in fact, that's what this is all about. This this endocannabinoid system is a feedback messenger system, right? So Mm -hmm. message meaning communication. Mm -hmm. It's it's the body's ability to to say, okay, we've got the message. You know, now let's let's correct course in the same way, you know, when you're steering your your car very lightly as you go down the highway, Mm -hmm. you don't just touch it to the left right there's like a constant left right left right in a very micro fashion yeah um and you don't go jerking it around because then you're gonna fly off the highway right and you can have consequences from jerking the steering wheel but the endocannabinoid system makes sure that those jerks are just nice little nice little taps and you can kind of stay down the road uh nice straight and narrow of homeostasis (laughs) that word homeostasis drive Man, we use that word a lot, but it's a good word. It, you know, it's a, it's a great word and, and people need to learn about, uh, helping their body be at its optimum and, and doing all of that. But we're not taught that as kids, really. I can't wait to, uh, see what fresh educational ideas are going to be about helping people understand themselves more. Um, I think, you know, as we're growing up, the next frontier, honey, is connecting this for people in a way that that is pertinent to their lives. Right. So people often look at me like, why do I care about any of this? Why do I care that the endocannabinoid system is in every major organ system in my body? Right. Why do I care that it's lipid signaling? What the hell does that matter? Right. Yeah. But all of a sudden, when you start to think about it in a way that, oh, this is critically important to all of my health. (laughs) The function of this system is dictated by the fats available in my body. Right. And we know that the fats that we consume can have tremendous health impacts on us. Right. And this is why we always talk about healthy fats, bad fats, saturated fats, (laughs) omega threes, omega six. There's all this complexity around fats. And one of the primary reasons all that matters is because of the endocannabinoid system. So really, nutrition diet exercise it's all everything. things that we are well established in the literature to have beneficial effects for ways we don't fully ha- can always explain are are very much so um influenced tremendously by the endocannabinoid system so 
what's going to happen first? Are we going to get the patients educated first or is corporate going to push what the patients are going to get? Oh, that's a fine question. Um, it's really going to depend on the political wins. We yeah, already sorry have to a situation where yeah. consumers know far more than healthcare professionals as a general rule. So we're already behind that eight ball. Fortunately, is that weird? It's, is it weird? Yeah. It's weird that when I talk to patients or consumers that they understand what I'm talking about more than physicians. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, weird. On the plus side, though, physicians, pharmacists, nurses, healthcare professionals in general are already trained in how to think about these types of substances, how to manage side effects, how to counsel patients. So we already have all the skills set up. So yeah. really now it's about getting the information into the hands of these healthcare professionals in a in an accessible and digestible way so that then they can apply that. Trusted way. Yeah, yeah. in a way that that they need they deserve, right? The endocannabinoid right. system connects all these dots. It connects, you know, wow. they say that we have a a gut brain, right? This connection yeah. between our, our second stomach brain, and right. our second brain, right? We know that the endocannabinoid system is very important to that second brain. Mm -hmm. We know that the microbiome, the bacteria in our gut, dictate the way that our body produces and destroys endocannabinoids. We know that eating fruits and vegetables rich in, in phytonutrients supports our endocannabinoid system and that many plant molecules actually in, interact with it. For example, a flavonoid in broccoli or in many, many fruits and vegetables known as camphorol. Camphorol has been found in laboratories to inhibit the breakdown of anandamide. Well, technically to inhibit the enzyme that breaks down anandamide. But the point is, nature interacts with the endocannabinoid system because the endocannabinoid system evolved with us and not with us, with vi or, or organisms that were here long before us. It's estimated that the first semblance of the endocannabinoid system showed up in a distant relative of humans known as the sea squirt. Yes, the sea squirt is a distant relative of humans. And it <laughs> expressed the first cannabinoid-like signaling around 600 million years ago. And since that time, the endocannabinoid system has been preserved amongst almost all evolution and shared amongst now all mammals on planet Earth all reptiles, all birds, and every other animal with a spine has an endocannabinoid system or something of the sorts, or like their own version. So it's really incredibly important to all of us and veterinarians and, and physical trainers and nursing and pharmacy and all of the above. Um, standardizing the plant. How's that going to happen? Standardizing the plant. So that we can get the same product twice in a row. Because I mm. feel like out here, I, that's just not possible. Well, I mean, these are inherent problems with agricultural products is that they grow in, you know, waves, so to speak. In the case right. of cannabis, it's an annual. I mean, it, it's made its life cycle is to, to blossom one year and mate and then pass on its genetics to the next, you know, and, and to never get another duplicate of that product. Now we've cloning, we've cloned these plants historically, especially in the last 35, 40 years. 
Um, before that, we were using seeds. And now today we're using, you know, um, cellular technologies and, and other sort of mm. um, high level science techniques to get even more reproducible results. But honey, plants will always be plants. Can you ensure that all the plants are getting equal water? equal sun equal you know co2 exposure in the air so it's never gonna be no but there are technologies coming that could drive forward a level of isolation and purity at an affordable rate that was wasn't previously thought of and that's what's called um industrial agriculture or sorry that nope that's not the word that's cellular agriculture is the word cellular Uh, (laughs) uh, that's that that's that overnight brain Cellular agriculture is where we're introducing sugar to Mm. to certain bacteria or yeast. They eat that sugar and they poop out cannabinoids. Legit. In the same way that that alcohol is made, where where yeast consume sugar and Uh create alcohol, Uh they're doing the same thing, but they've programmed it to make make cannabinoids. Yeah. Wow. That is totally sci-fi. It's the future. It's it's awesome. <laughs> it's really awesome. It's going to make an interesting market in the future because it's going to be very difficult for farmers to compete, at least on the production of isolate products and on the production of, of those things that we find are, are really good from from this process of, of cellular agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. The science is, Oh, the science is just glorious with it. I know. I, it's my I, favorite. I'll be so happy when you're, <laughs> when you're freed, you know, when the science is freed to, uh, to explore and, and do everything, you know, you need to, to understand the plant. Um, Healthcare professionals were afraid to have this conversation. Even just, I would have been just a few years ago. I probably wouldn't have been doing podcasts. Uh, maybe, but uh, uh, it was only in the last really less than two years I decided that I wanted to pursue this to get my master's degree in medical cannabis science and really start spreading this crazy important information amongst so many people who need to know it. Just the fact that you can get your master's mm-hmm. at the University of Maryland, right? In Baltimore? Yeah, the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy, no less. Uh, yeah, just the fact that you can do that now is utterly gobsmacking because I'm right there with you. You know, it wasn't too very long ago I was chased out of a doctor's office for even asking him how I could go about getting a cannabis card, you know, and trying to use cannabis to fix me. Mm-hmm. And it, it was embarrassing and humiliating. And he brought me back a sheet of paper and said, sign, read this and sign here and don't ever speak about this again or I'll, I'll drop you as a patient. And that attitude, you know, hopefully is gone now. Hopefully. I wouldn't hold my breath there, honey. I mean, mostly <sighs> it's reducing, but very much so, especially if that doctor was a pain doctor. And he was. Yeah. Yeah. And and so these doctors create pain contracts where you have to follow their regimen and make sure that you're not stealing narcotics. And um, a lot of these doctors are including cannabis on that list of substances that cannot be consumed. So in order to treat your own pain condition, you're not allowed to use herbal cannabis because the doctor doesn't want that and that it's a controlled substance. So many patients will have to choose. Do they want to continue to get their oxycodone or their trazodone or sorry trazodone is the wrong word tramadol that has been helping them uh deal with pain 
or do they want to continue or try even cannabis medicine? And unfortunately, we haven't struck a good balance on, on serving patients here. No, not yet. But it's, you know, you and I are talking about it and you're on one side of the planet and I'm on the other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it's coming. It's a big machine now and it's just going to get bigger, this cannabis train. And uh, and people like you are really making an amazing difference, Cody. It takes a lot of courage and, and bravery to speak out. It took me a long time. Um, not to be afraid anymore. And, uh, and then suddenly I was like, oh, oh, you, you just, (laughs) you know, for that attitude. (laughs) Exactly. That's where I'm at now. I was like, oh, you just, you just must not understand. Yeah. This this isn't, this isn't a question. Like this isn't a mystery anymore. This is how cannabis works and this is why it works. And this makes sense. Behind on your reading. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You need a little more study. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, are you in the Netherlands for Christmas? <laughs> the Netherlands? Uh-huh. No, I'm in, I'm in, uh, California. You're going to say, uh, what, I will be weren't working. you talking about that? Say it again? You weren't, you weren't talking about going to the Netherlands? No, I, I, I would right? love to go. Will well, you take me? Uh, you know, in fact, I thought it was you. It must have been somebody else. Uh, and they were talking about it not having any can- cannabis um, there. So oh, I was you know, like, I think oh, that no. must have been Nick Schrader, maybe. Yeah, that's who it was. You're absolutely right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. People you associate with me. Yes, people I associate with you. Other smarty pants who Lots talk about cannabis pants. all the time. Yeah, I know, right? And I feel this way too. My poor wife, she's got to be just just so sick of hearing about the endocannabinoid system. <laughs> I'm, 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 my husband is the same, and he's 89 years old. He thought for the longest time that I was going to get us in so much trouble that our car and our house would be taken away and I would be arrested and we'd lose everything. He was fearful. He was really fearful. Yeah. And, uh, and he went through that for a couple of years and then, and then things settled down, you know, get just getting your medical marijuana license was a relief for him. And it must be for many, many other family members who had that fear from the propaganda of the past. Yeah. It will in fear of, you know, somewhat real, um, you know, Threats. legal legal implications, right? Absolutely. People, people drive truck or people have jobs. They work for the city or yeah. it, it, there's a lot of things, pensions that are at risk, yeah. like a bunch exactly. of really important life shit that is, yeah. is being unfortunately taken away or threatened to be taken away for, yeah. for people using a, a consuming a plant. One that, one that doesn't, doesn't do any of the relative harms that other plants that we fully accept do. Tobacco is killing millions of people globally every year. Cannabis isn't. Why are we letting people smoke tobacco? It's corrupt. Because cannabis makes me think a little differently. Get out of here. Yeah. No, it's 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 just purely corrupt. It's just purely corrupt. But we'll get we'll get there and we'll get past that. And then it will be a freed plant for everybody to, you know, look into and and gain help from. I hear you're attending the World Hash Day. I sure would. Uh, well, I mean, it's. A, I think it's a, a digital event, as far as is I'm, it, as far as I'm aware, right? What What is their goal at the World Hash? I think they're trying to promote 
uh, community uh, around around you know hash the cannabis culture, um, and then there was a special I believe philanthropy philanthropy aspect of this um i was invited i must say that this is not something that i i planned but since i was doing it at home i was like yeah i'll do i'll do world hashtag (laughs) well you're you're all over the place uh dr peterson and i'm so impressed for you and it's so lovely to be able to be able to find you in so many uh places on different podcasts on clubhouse at linkedin at various seminars through uh scc uh, the Society of Cannabis Clinicians, and and all the more of what you you and uh, Dr. Johnson are doing out there in California with the uh, pharmacist uh, absolutely coalition. And, and don't forget about the Kenigma either. I work for a, a Israeli based cannabis media startup where I'm doing all sorts of writing, educating videos, and things of that sort. So. I want you to know I even put the Kenigma and a bunch of other podcasts that we listen to because of all of you on my own uh, podcast show notes so that everybody can make sure and go there too. I'm just, I'm just, I just want to amplify what you're doing. And the Kenigma is a fantastic podcast to listen to. Thank you. I'm actually taking the reins over a little bit for that uh, for that pod there, honey. So I'm I'm co-hosting this season. Fantastic. Uh, very excited. It's my first hosting experience with podcasts, and well, you're a natural. I, yeah. yeah, I t- like to talk, right? Yeah. And so yeah. Now I like to talk, <laughs> and I like, love cannabis. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now I can, you know, I don't want to say make a living, but I can, you know, have part of my job be. Uh, you know, do a podcast about my favorite things. And it just seems like, you know, my, when my wife encouraged me and, and you know, so has been supporting me going back to school right now, um, pretty much she, anytime I'm complaining or anytime I, I'm like, Oh, I'm so tired. She's like, well, you are pursuing your dreams. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of have to shake it off and, yeah. and you're right. Babe. <laughs> no kidding. And, and being able to design your own life is so important to one's happiness. Yeah. And you feel like you have, you know, autonomy and, and are, are driving yourself forward. Exactly. Honey, I'm so grateful that you'd share this time with, with me and with all of our friends who are listening. I'm just really grateful to you, Cody, for all that you do for all of us. And I'm just going to be uh, hanging on your coattails. So uh, you'll be seeing me around. Yeah. Honey, thank you so much for having me on here. I, I wish you and Cannabavarum the best. I hope we can do this again. And yeah, follow along. Things are only going to progress Finally, I can honestly say that I think that the momentum within the industry and within the world is going, we're finally to a point where, uh, not finally, we are finally on track to to, yeah. to change and shift the paradigm. So yeah. don't stop, keep talking, keep yep. sharing your message, and yep. I'll do the same, and then I'll, I'll see you at the finish line. Thank you, darling. So wonderful hanging out with you. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much, honey. Have a great Bye-bye. day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ooh, 
Oh, I can't thank Dr. Cody enough for coming and spending a little time with us. It was just so precious of him to let us know what's going on inside his world and how we should be thinking about all kinds of things. Um, the new year's coming up really fast, and I just wanted to remind you that Cannabivarum is paring down to one episode a week, and it's going to come out on Mondays. So we'll be giving you the most exciting content that we can find around here and by the we, I mean the me and the little rat pack of mongrels who chase me around all day. So we're going to be going all over the state and uh, maybe even outside of Florida to connect with people near and dear to your heart that will be meaningful to you. Thank you so much for your patronage during this pandemic 2021. I'm so looking forward to getting face to face with everybody in the new year. Hey, it's me again. I just keep forgetting to ask you, dear audience, if you would mind just taking a moment to go to your particular platform, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whoever you listen to your podcast on, and liking my program, maybe leaving a little comment. Gosh, you know how it works. It's so helpful to my business if you just leave a little comment or or especially a like. Thank you so much. You know how much I appreciate you. You've been listening to another Cannabivarum podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls, that's me, about the importance of using safe hemp and marijuana products. The process of taking your records with your symptoms and diagnosis to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for your best results. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please be advised that all street weed is contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system like mine. I challenge you to check the veracity of my statements in each episode by checking the medical citations posted on my blog, the Cannabivarum.com website. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-A-V-E-R-U-M.com.